Hello and welcome to a special Project Bijou edition of the Data Protection Tea Break podcast. Project Bijou is a social initiative we launched in the bailiwick of Guernsey in May 2021. With this project, we're encouraging everyone to share stories, knowledge and experiences relating to ethical data use in a way that benefits everyone. The project aims to support and nurture positive cultural change around how people and organisations treat people's data. We hope to engage people on a cultural level, a level that goes beyond the law. In this episode, Richard Field discusses the role of the Bailiwick of Guernsey Data Protection Association and whether data protection itself is at risk of becoming too focused on the law and removed from everyday life. Richard is a partner in the dispute resolution team at law firm Appleby and he is joined by associate Jared Knutzer. Hello. I'm here with Richard Field, partner in the dispute resolution team at Appleby and the chair of the Bailiwick of Guernsey Data Protection Association. My name is Jared Knutzer and I'm an associate in the dispute resolution team at Appleby. Today we'll be discussing data protection, whether it is too legalistic and what the BGDPA is hoping to build on for our community. The first question we'll be covering is whether there's a danger of data protection being too much of a legal concept removed from the real world. What are your thoughts, Richard? Thanks, Jared. I think it's very much real world. Um, It's all around us, touching most aspects of our lives in some way. We just don't always notice it. I mean, social media is an obvious one. Online shopping, having a night out in town, joining a gym, paying for drinks in a pub, just some examples of others processing our data. And that's not to say that we shouldn't do these things or that Uh, the risks can't be managed, but being transparent and raising awareness uh, is key to us making informed choices about what we do with our data. Data protection's often got a slightly negative reputation. It's quite often cited as a reason why things can't be done, whereas the reality, it's often just an excuse or a cloak for something else that's going on. It's fundamentally about human rights, namely the right to a private life, This was originally enshrined in law as a consequence of the misuse of data by the Nazis during the Second World War, when they used archive records in occupied towns to search for Jews and others. Whilst things have moved on quite a lot since then, there are still jurisdictions in the world where individuals fear to express political or religious views or identify their sexuality, for example, to others. Maintaining protection for privacy is vital. Once it's lost, it can't be regained, and that's something we all need to bear in mind. These days, there's a lot of exploitation of data, largely for commercial gain, uh, and we can see that in all sorts of examples on the internet. However, we can't lose sight of the threats we all face, including cyber attacks, fraud, or our data being used to blackmail us or hold us to ransom. The potential benefits to using our data have never been so great, but then neither have the risks. The law has a crucial role to play in maintaining the protections that the right to privacy affords us all. Whilst on one level the day-to-day operational challenges we all face are more mundane, you don't have to stray too far to come across complex but quite often fascinating legal issues. The skills in understanding the concepts and the way that they interact so that real-world application is pragmatic but effective. You have to be realistic yet flexible. A detailed prescriptive approach in one area may well be totally impractical in another. It's all about trying to find a solution that works day-to-day for people in real life. Coming back to the first point, raising awareness is the key area, so we're all better informed to make the choices that are right for us. I think in the coming years, as case law and the courts get more used to dealing with 
data protection matters and challenges to the legal frameworks are brought, we'll end up seeing a much more uh, solidified framework in which to operate and for people to be clear as to what can and can't be done. The second question I have for you, Richard, is a little closer to home, and that is, what is the BGDPA? The Bailiwick of Guernsey Data Protection Association, uh, handily and snappily entitled BGDPA, um, was set up to provide a uh, forum and support network for individuals working in the privacy or data protection environment. Uh, it's not just limited to those working in financial services or, or similar, although that does form the bulk of the uh, the main kind of people that we have contact with. Uh, but it's really aimed at anybody with an interest in this area. And whilst there are other industry bodies um, set up in Guernsey, such as GIBA, which deals with banking uh, and business, uh, GIFA, which deals with funds, uh, GAT, which deals with trustees and fiduciary businesses, um, GACO, which deals with compliance officers and regulatory uh, professionals. Those are all aimed at specific roles or industry sectors, but there wasn't really any organisation uh, set up to help those working in the privacy arena. Uh, and obviously, although GDPR is now a few years uh, old, it's still a pretty novel area for people to be uh, spending a significant amount of time on and working within. Uh, and there's a lot of uncertainty, a lot of developing areas in this. Uh, and so we felt that it was something which would help uh, people working in the space um, because, as I said, the some of the other industry uh, associations deal with specific areas, but data protection sits across all of them um, and none of them really had a specific focus on it. Uh, and so we thought that there would be something that would be useful to bring people working across all those sectors and the wider business community and on Ireland uh, to get together and discuss the issues that uh, are facing them from a day-to-day -day perspective. It isn't just about uh, data protection officers or their equivalent, uh, rather it's anyone working with data generally. So it may well be the DPO, uh, it may be somebody working in, in the IT space, maybe uh, an HR professional, maybe somebody on the board level or a non-executive director, uh, or it could just be somebody who day-to-day -day has a lot of contact with client data uh, or customer information. Uh, either way, the main thing is to uh, act as a, a forum and a support network so those people can discuss common challenges and don't feel like they're left with a increasingly large burden and a complex environment in which to operate. Because DP sits like an umbrella over all sectors, we're aiming to work with all of those associations and more broadly within the community uh, to broaden understanding and upskill the population generally. That way, when wider issues arise, we can assist with any data protection elements, no matter what the sector. And there will, of course, be different areas where practices vary depending on the, the nature of the business, nature of the, the sector or the industry type. We're holding regular presentations and workshops uh, and aim to provide updates on topics of interest, news, uh, social events and the like. And the aim is very much to build a community of professionals uh, and more widely uh, so that people feel supported, they can share best practice, uh, discuss common challenges um, and where appropriate interface with the regulator and all the government so that we can act as a form of lobbying uh, body, if you like, uh, to pass across messages where there are common problems or issues that need to be resolved. And similarly, where there are common opportunities and people feel that there's a gap uh, that we can be taking advantage of uh, in terms of developing the, the, the island's economy in this respect, 
and then we can be pushing those forward as well. We have a committee of uh, six at the moment are on the lookout for new members. Uh, so if people are interested in joining up, then by all means, get in touch. That's good to know, Richard. I have a follow-up question. Is the Bailiwick of Guernsey Data Protection Association related to the Office of the Data Protection Authority in Guernsey? And if not, how closely do you work with them? Uh, well, we're not uh, related to the, uh, the ODPA, which is Guernsey's Data Protection uh, regulator, um, and we uh, do work independently of them so that there is that uh, collegiality as between data protection professionals and industry bodies on the island. Um, and that's not to say we're in opposition to the authority at all. Uh, we do work closely with them and we do liaise as to upcoming events, uh, topics of interest or issues that people want to discuss so that we can be working collaboratively on resolving those. Um, but ultimately, we are effectively acting as an interface between the uh, the community and the regulator in terms of discussing issues and common themes uh, and uh, working with them to work out where there are opportunities to develop guidance or best practice notes, those kinds of things. Um, but ultimately, we are independent of them and we'd like to keep it that way, uh, simply because that then enables people on the uh, community side, whether it's professionals or uh, individuals to um, come to us to ask questions in confidence which they may or may not wish to raise with the regulator. I suppose my next question then Richard is why was the Bailiwick of Guernsey Data Protection Association created? Well the association was launched because post GDPR there's been a growing number of individuals tasked with the responsibility for data protection within their organisations. Um, some of them have or have had uh, little experience previously. Uh, some have had a reasonable amount of experience, but it's fair to say there's a, a pretty broad spectrum uh, of experience and knowledge in this area, um, some of whom have been uh, given uh, additional tasks in relation to data protection on top of their existing responsibilities and day jobs. Um, and so one of the reasons behind creating the association was, uh, as I mentioned before, to act as a kind of support network and um, network for those people uh, working within this area um, so that they can have people to turn to uh, and discuss common problems, common challenges, uh, much as goes on in, in other industry sectors on the island and uh, taking the, um, the GACO uh, organisation as an example, the Compliance Officers Association. There's a lot of issues facing those uh, money laundering reporting officers and nominated officers which are common to their roles no matter what sector they're in. Um, and so we thought that a similar kind of support network would be helpful uh, in terms of building understanding, um, putting forward good arguments for additional budget for the work that these people are required to do. Um, and also there being a gap in terms of representative bodies for those working in privacy and data protection on the island. Um, it's also important in the broader sense in the context of looking at how Guernsey as a jurisdiction is dealing with data protection and the um, associated legislation ultimately is a jurisdiction that's been assessed as adequate by the European Commission. One of the issues that the European Commission would be looking at in terms of reviewing Guernsey's adequacy would be uh, not only the legislation and the, uh, the, the broader framework, but also what uh, and how the island is dealing with data protection and having an organisation like this very much helps indicate that we're doing the right thing in relation to protecting people's data and uh, maintaining those rights. So we very much wanted to build a community to discuss 
best practice, uh, lobby government, gather industry views, uh, liaise with the regulator and to build awareness generally. Uh, we also wanted to provide networking and mentoring opportunities with a view to upskilling the community generally. Ultimately, uh, the more that people are aware of their rights and how to uh, go about enforcing them uh, and also understanding the issues involved, uh, the better prepared uh, we will all be uh, in terms of uh, looking after the information that is uh, very valuable to us. There's a lot of complex issues involved in data protection uh, and we felt that facilitating discussion on topics which are very much evolving, uh, such as data ethics, development of artificial intelligence, uh, data protection in the law enforcement arena, all those kinds of things would be helpful. Ultimately, no one mind on their own is going to be uh, as good value in this area as many people with different viewpoints and experience. We have a great network of contacts locally and internationally and wanted to tap into that in order to create a real sense of community. Finally, what opportunities do you want to build on for our community from a data protection viewpoint? Well, Guernsey has a great sense of community. The spirit of togetherness during lockdown was tremendous and it was great to see everybody working collaboratively uh, to push through the um, issue around the global pandemic. The island's also used to being well regulated and trusted for dealing with assets, whether they be uh, physical assets, virtual assets, financial assets. Uh, and personal data is in many ways a valuable asset. Um, so I think there are great synergies there in terms of how we can look after uh, people's personal data. In today's digital economy, we have to aim high and stand out from the crowd. Building trust and being a trusted jurisdiction for dealing with and hosting data is vital in my view. Not only is it going to be crucial in years to come, but the next generations of islanders will be increasingly living in a digitalised world and we owe it to them to prepare them for that and educate ourselves along the way to help build and protect that future. Surveillance capitalism is here to stay and we need to be alive to the opportunities and threats it presents, whilst also considering our own personal views and how we wish to interact with that global marketplace. Whilst the economic arguments are important, the wider societal issues are similarly key. Being interested in how AI develops, what kind of ethical considerations come into play when our data is processed, how we use social media platforms and how they harvest our data, and what kind of issues arise in the digital world for our children. All of these are things which are already having a major impact. They're here already and we need to be looking at them now. None of us individually has all the answers, but by working together, we can achieve far more. Guernsey is also incredibly agile, and I think that'll stand us in good stead in the future. Where there are engaging and developing issues, then we can react quickly in terms of whether that's legislation, uh, guidance or policy, uh, getting the right people in the room to discuss these issues. Uh, we've done it before and we can continue to do it going forwards. I remember speaking with the States of Guernsey Chief Information Officer back in 2015 about what was then uh, and about to become the GDPR. Within a short space of time, we'd met, discussed where the island might head in response and wheels started turning. The state subsequently established industry working groups, looking at data protection across all different sectors of the island's economy. And we discussed policy options, regulatory models, uh, the standard of uh, regulation, which we were looking at and wanted to achieve. And there are not many places where you can get that level of engagement that quickly. We can get the right people in the room quickly when we need to, and this is an area 
which touches on so many different aspects of our lives, involving technology which adapts itself at pace and scale, that we need to be on the curve, if not at the front of the curve, on this kind of issue. Overall, whilst there are areas which are complex, and they will require time and investment to get right, they are all developing areas, and so we have opportunities to forge our own path and indeed set a standard in this regard. This is an area where we have to get it right, or at least we're able to make educated choices. People will always have different views, and we celebrate that diversity. But education and community are the two key pillars to building our future in this space. Thank you for listening to this special edition of the podcast. Don't forget to check out our other episodes wherever you get your podcasts from. And for a full list, go to our website, odpa.gg forward slash podcasts. For more information on Project Bijou and how you can join in and take part, head to our website odpa.gg forward slash Bijou or listen to one of our other special edition Project Bijou podcasts. Thanks for listening and goodbye for now. Mm-hmm.